Good evening, Vancouver, and welcome back to a special Sunday edition of Canucks After Dark. Hope you're all doing well. As always, joined by my co-host, rarely on Sunday, uh, Canuck Clay. How are you doing today, Clay? Parker, I am great. Yes, this is a little bit different. I'm back to my original horrible fisheye webcam, but as long as uh, I guess as long as people can hear me, that's the more important thing. Is that fair to say? Yeah, it's an audio experience with a little a hint of uh, a hint of sound as well. I would or yes, yes. video as well. I don't know. This is the least prepared I think we've ever been for a Canucks after dark. It's an off day, and, and that's was, saying something for me. It, <laughs> we, we it was saying before the show it was like I am basically playing Clay's role today of coming in unprepared, but he's also playing that role. Uh, so we're in a little bit of trouble here. Uh, we initially planned for this episode to be Tuesday because uh, we both have hockey tomorrow. Yeah. uh separate teams but same day uh so we planned to do it on tuesday and then clay texts me on the weekend like hey can we do it sunday instead i'm like sure and then i got home late and we we have nothing ready nothing prepared no topics so we're gonna fly blind we're gonna get your guys's help in uh in the in the chat but i think we're just gonna have a fun there's not really much news or anything to talk about so i think we're just gonna have a fun sunday evening yeah, I think the biggest yeah. news is we should uh, greet Shannon, one of our very loyal viewers. A happy birthday today. So, Shannon, happy birthday. Happy birthday. Parker will now sing to you. Uh, nope. <laughs> I won't. <laughs> but I, I appreciate I appreciate your offer. Uh, but okay, I will decline. Yeah. But, Shannon, uh, in all seriousness, thank you for your support, uh, both on our individual channels and here. We appreciate you very much, and we hope you had a very blessed day. Absolutely. Um, yeah, so we've got a great show for you tonight. Uh, Canuck Clay is here. Uh, I'm here. Uh, do we want to talk? Is there anything Canucks to talk about off the bat? There was some very basic, oh, Kevin Bieksa might want to retire a Canuck. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Which he wanted to do like two years ago, maybe, and that might happen. What is your? What are your thoughts on the whole one-day contract to retire thing? Because I know some people are weirdly against it, and some people are weirdly like, for it like aggressively yeah. in either direction the fact that parker when you say that to me and when i read about it on the weekend it didn't really stir up honestly anything in me there was there was certainly no part of me that says oh there's a bad idea but because it was the canucks and because i like bxa and so many good memories uh despite the fact that he blocked me on twitter but that's for another story um i also was not like oh yeah this has got to happen i can't wait so i'm kind of in the middle uh, the mushy middle of i don't care really either way um maybe because it's a vancouver thing it'd be nice i think it'd be a cool story for sure give us something to talk about give us yeah uh, another walk down memory lane but it to me i'm not sentimental that way so it when i see it happen for other teams i don't really think much of it how about you yeah i i think i like it right uh, obviously i think it's i think it's a nice sentimental thing those are good yeah. um it happens a lot more in football than it does in yeah. hockey right the whole one day yeah. contract thing you see it all the time um but you know that would be nice but they're not gonna have like a ceremony or anything right mm -hmm. they might have like at a game next year him in the press box and say hey, happy retirement or something right um but i think that'll probably be it but it's a nice story um, it is it is did you like lucas, uh did, did i just want to mention of course i mentioned lucas with the super chat thank you we're going to use what you said here i'm not going to read it yet we're going to use it as a topic thank you we awesome, need help. awesome. Uh, did you like we'll yes thank you lucas did you like bx uh when he was here Oh yeah. 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 He's great. Uh, yeah, he was he's a team guy, a great, great Superman puncher. 
Uh, <laughs> um, yeah, I mean, he scored he scored one of the biggest goals we've ever had here, which is always yeah. nice as well. One of the wackiest goals too. Yeah. Um, so yeah, no, he's uh, he was always a, a bit of a favorite of mine for sure. Only because we we have the time tonight. Can I give you the forty five second story of how he blocked me on Twitter? Sure. Let's hear uh, it. Well, uh, yeah, since I asked you, you're, you're obviously going to say yes. Okay. Well, maybe you might not. Did a song, me, Marie, Ariel, so all stars, my friend Joseph and his wife Marion, also two very good vocalists. I was the weak link, but we did Boys to Men. It's so hard to say goodbye to yesterday. A very nice acapella song. And it was basically talking about BXL leaving, Eddie Lack leaving. And then when it was on July 1 that we were recording upstairs in a very hot room, uh, stuffy room. And then they also announced July 1 free agency. That they it wasn't free agency, but they traded Zach Cassian as well. They actually broke that news while we were recording. So we made our song about it's so hard to say goodbye to Zach, Kevin, and Eddie. And then it got some good love, decent love on social media. And the next thing I know, Kevin BX had blocked me on yeah. Twitter. So I, I don't know if he didn't like my singing to him or if he didn't like uh, honestly, uh, who knows? But part of me thinks that um he didn't like because I stupidly tagged him right when I sent mm. shared the video. Maybe he didn't like the, but those guys get so many mentions. I'm sure they have people. Hand, no, I'm yeah. sure some of them have people handling their, so uh, their accounts all to say BX sub blocked me. And as you, you introduce the next topic, I'm going to look to see if I'm still blocked by him. Actually, that, you're, so that's my Kevin BX. you're, you're going after Kevin BX. So you're yeah. going <laughs> to take usually, him down. Yeah. Usually I don't hold a grudge and, and then it's very sweet. Like some, some once in a while. Oh no. I'm not blocked anymore. Awesome. There you go. You know, once in a while, someone will, when I bring up that story, they'll they'll actually tag Kevin and say, why would you block Knuck Clay's oh, nice that's boy? a bit much. It is. And then he blocks me again, you know. So it's yeah. just a never-ending cycle. <laughs> yeah, fair enough. Um, there we go. Any other any other Canucks news from this week? They didn't sign Newton in, but we talked. We knew that was happening uh, last week. Uh, there was a there was a uh, Henrik Sedin article, but mm-hmm. eh. I got I got one. Uh, Bruce sure. Boudreau, twelfth in Jack Adams voting. Too high, too low, or about right? There were some people who were like surprised he got any votes, but and they were like, "Wow, yeah, a cap team won some hockey games." But I was like, "Yeah, the the chain, the, the Jack Adams is which team did better than expected, right? That's mm-hmm. really what it ends up being. That's why guys like John Cooper haven't." sniffed the jack adams yet when he should be a lock for at least one you'd think um so i think it was you know they they were there was a couple i think it was a couple local guys and then one national guy who had voted for him which i think is fair right um you know a couple votes doesn't matter (laughs) he wasn't gonna win if they didn't make the playoffs so yeah uh, that was you know it's fine yeah and speaking of a couple votes they uh produced bergeron won his fifth selkie award today and bo horvat got one fifth place vote and it was from ben kuzma <laughs> he's not a he got as many votes like he's not a he's not a selkie candidate like fifth in, best in the entire nhl <laughs> yeah and jt miller got what two fourth place votes he did he did yeah not, not... from local media <laughs> yeah i'm uh <laughs> i'm just reading the reddit comments to it and it's Bueller's uh, laughing at it, basically. That Horvat got a vote, you mean? Yeah. Well, yeah. yeah. One of the guys says Petey's much better than both, <laughs> which is yeah. kind of fair, especially like even defensively. So, yeah. I mean, you know, it's it, it was it's Bergeron's to win basically every year. Uh, you yeah. you look at the analytics, yeah. like the the yeah. microstats that that show his defensive game, and it's it's ridiculous. Yeah. 
he's off the charts in every metric. Um, so he'll just keep winning it until he doesn't. Five yeah. is crazy. Um, it's nuts. It's nuts. Maybe you and I should petition or bucket list uh, to be on the NHL what professional writer, hockey writer, PW, PHWA. Yeah, that Let's would do be it. probably tough, but we can try. <laughs> you um, you, you're good. You're good. I don't think that was, I think there was nothing else that was Canucks related. Um, so do oh. we want to go to some NHL stuff? Do you want to talk about, do you want to talk? Let's, let's go to, let's go to Luke's super chat. Yep. $5 yep. super chat uh, saying the Tempe arena vote happened. The vicious coyotes fans on social media. So I want to talk about this because so they, they, the, the coyotes met with Tempe and they, they basically temp the Tempe city council gave the thumbs up. So we're going to, we're going to do it. Um, or we'll at least explore it or whatever they said. Uh, did you see any of like the, the videos of like the plans for this arena? I did not. Did they make the announcement? Yes. Was it just yesterday? Uh, it might've been a couple Friday. days ago, two days ago, I think. Oh yes. You're right. It was at least Friday. That's right. That's right. That's right. No, yeah. I actually have not seen any of it just yet. It looks, it looks awesome. <laughs> oh, okay. Good. It, it looks like a really, uh, a really cool, uh, a really cool stadium. I'm not sure if I can, I wonder if I can, uh, I might be able to share this here. Um, share uh, screen. Yes. This one share. Yeah. Put okay. Right oh. So oh. it's, it's pretty low quality and I'm not sure why it's like a news article, but it's like this big, like sort of, they're trying to do like a little town type of idea with it, right? The inside, they've got like this ring scoreboard that goes inside and outside all the way around. What? Which looks absolutely insane. Uh, the rest I think is just city council stuff. I might be able to get a, but it's basically just this big complex, which, uh, which looks pretty It looks pretty cool. I'll say. Um, so hopefully it works out. Wow. Okay. Yeah. So what was the vote then that people liked it or they didn't like it? I think it was, uh, I think it was just the Tempe city council. They voted in favor to, to explore talks and to make, I don't know there. It's probably going to happen eventually, but I mean, think of how long it's going to take to build that. Right. And they have to stay at Arizona state until then, uh, where they have, where they have to share the 5,000 seat rink with their college team. So, so, so that two-sided scoreboard, that looked nuts. Does that mean if you're sitting down below in the first few rows, you can look up and see the inside of it? You look at the inside across yeah. from you. Yeah. 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 So basically, wherever you are, you've got like a perfect screen facing you. It's really neat. And then the upper bowl is basically looking at the outside or the inside of the far side. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It's cool. Okay. Okay. I don't know how they'll make it work with the with the the video, but I'm sure they'll just have it over a bunch of times. It'll be fine. Yeah. Uh, look, it just looked cool though. It looked cool. Okay. So then the, the viciousness that Lucas is referring to, I, I haven't seen any of that, but admittedly I haven't watched any of it. Or I guess people are saying waste of money. I'm guessing that's what they're no, saying. There's a lot of, there's a lot of coyote. There's a lot of people who are like, man, just move to Quebec already. And then all these coyotes okay. fans are like, Oh, we got to We're going to have a nice arena and all this stuff. And it's just, uh, who cares? Is that <laughs> how they know? talk like, like that? <laughs> yeah. I, I think that's, that's an Arizona accent. Absolutely. <laughs> um okay sure. i have to check it out that's cool man okay yeah it looks, it looks nice what do you think yeah i mean i i i think i think the the five thousand seat arena is is silly for however many mm. years they're gonna do that um but i think when they finally move there that'll be good who knows how many people are gonna show up right it's in tempe yeah. which yeah it has more people i think it has a bit of a yeah. younger demo as well yeah um which is good but 
Wow. Okay. Would, would you rather have a team in Quebec City than Arizona? Absolutely. Yeah. Um, yeah. But yeah. you know, the the top post on the hockey subreddit for the week because I'm using it to get topics is uh, is a picture of fifteen thousand fans in the Quebec City arena uh, for a junior hockey game. Wow. Uh, meanwhile, Arizona will be in a five thousand seat arena. Yeah, uh, which is fun. Wow. That's okay. That's interesting. And we and we've talked here before how. Bettman is very stubborn. Any team moving out of Arizona, we look looked at it as a failure on his part. So we know that he's going to fight tooth and nail to to keep a team there. Yeah. <sighs> wow. Wow. Fascinating. Okay, I'll check it out. Thanks, man. Um. All right. What else? What else happened? Actually, the very first uh, comment <laughs> right when we started was about Kadri and Kane. Okay. So the, what was it? Was it about like, was it a, was it, is it bad? Is one game enough? Is the question. Um, yeah. Uh, if they lose, it is. Yeah. <laughs> it's one of those things. I'm kind of surprised they didn't do, cause they, they sort of set a precedent that they can do it uh, last season where they can suspend someone for the remainder of a series. Mm-hmm. Right. I don't remember exactly who it happened with, but I think, but I know, I remember it happened to somebody uh, where they just said instead of one game or two games, it was the rest of the series. So they can't play again in that in that round. Mm-hmm. Uh, that would have made sense to me. And I saw the athletic uh, put out a notification today that said um, it was like um, the the byline was like the or the headline was um, Evander Kane suspended one game, and the byline underneath was. Um, Oilers player will miss remainder of series or something like that. <laughs> Basically just implying that it's over, uh, which I thought was really funny. Uh, I think an accident, but it was, uh, it was hilarious. That is funny. Oh my gosh. Okay. Uh, so yeah, I think, you know, I, uh, I think it's a play that has happened quite a few times with less punishment. Um, yeah. It's a play that has seen fines before. It is a play that has seen, seen minor penalties before. Um, but we're talking about a player that has suspension history, right? So I I think a suspension is fair and it's, you know, they, the NHL does player safety does factor injury in to the sentencing. They don't factor it into the decision on whether they will be suspended. Mm. Um, but they, they can use injury to increase the severity of it. Uh, and he is out for at least the series, uh, Kadri. Yeah. So um, maybe that has something to do with it as well. I I I wouldn't have really been surprised at whatever they did because right. one of those things where we've seen them do nothing about the same play, basically, um, but we've also seen them do more about the same play. So it's kind of tricky. Yeah, Kane's got a reputation as you talked about Parker. I I truly don't think he was trying to injure Kadri. Right. Um, but it wasn't the smartest play either. And it's seven, eight, nine feet away from the boards. We know that's the most dangerous thing. Yeah. And Kadri even gave the, yeah, you could say, well, maybe you shouldn't put yourself. There's just so many tricky things, but I just hate seeing that kind of thing. And this is, I was actually thinking about it too. And you play hockey at a higher level than I do, or at least I, I think you do. And then even for us, I know our league is, is no contact and I could just see if it was contact, people would be, just doing stupid stuff all the time because that's what people do. <laughs> yeah, it, and it's one of those things that's ingrained from ingrained into you from yeah. when you first start playing hockey. If you yeah. see numbers lay up, right? 
if all that if all that you have that's why they put stop signs on the back of jerseys in minor hockey right if you can yeah. see the person's numbers you don't hit them right and it's the nhl you know it's, it's going to be more contact things like that but yeah. you know you can't just you know it, it was like you said five six feet away from the boards if you think yeah. about it, if a player's moving towards the boards and they get knocked down they have no time to stop if you're one foot away from the boards you go into the wall if yep. you're six feet away from the boards, you go like this into the wall and crumple basically. And there's no, there's no way to protect yourself. Right. That's how most of these injuries happen. Um, however, it's a play that we, that happens a lot. It's just, you know, this is one that, that went really poorly. Uh, oh. so I, I think, you know, it's, it's, it's suspension worthy. I think so. Um, yeah. and I think it's one of those things that it's one of those plays that you just don't really want to have in the game anymore. Right. Those, mm-hmm those hits six feet away from the boards, especially in the numbers when there's nothing a player can do about it to stop it. Um, right. Yeah, it's uh, it's unfortunate. And this is, I know you're talking and some people in the chat were saying they actually did that whole suspended for the rest of the series. It was actually Kadri when he played in Toronto. Nice. Is that what people have been saying? Perfect. Good, so That's... good pull. That's good, Parker. <laughs> but this one was a one game. It wasn't rest of the series, right? It's one game technically. It's a one yeah, game. It's one game. Yeah. 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 yeah I, I, I think maybe he, there I are think some Right, exactly. I think maybe two or three. I wouldn't have had a problem if it was that much, but we'll see. We'll see. Um, oh, how about um, how about McKinnon Slewfoot on? Was it Lance? No, McKinnon on dry side. All right. I didn't see it. Oh, okay. I was uh, I was just sort of casual. I just had the game on. I wasn't. Uh, yeah. I wasn't watching it, but I can. Uh, I can find a little clip here. It was right in front of the boards. Watching. Uh maybe i don't know he's taking a stride stride left yeah. foot comes forward to kind of take a stride uh so it's, it's, landed on a shoulder as you see but then yeah went out for a bit but came he came back he came back it's it's like quad to hamstring though right it's not mm-hmm. like it's not like he's kicking his foot out right it's, right right it's his quad going into sort of his lower glute slash hamstring that takes him out which is still would be a slew foot i just also think he's you know mid stride for a puck i think it it might be a slew foot he might have tried to but i don't think you can say 100 percent it was mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Just, i'm just looking at it like frame by frame <laughs> yeah yeah so yeah maybe and there's one other one there's laniscog do you see laniscog hit on yamamoto that was like earlier in the series that was a good one too i did yeah, because Landeskog was talking about how he didn't like Kane's hit on Kadri, but then he he did this one. So tell me what you think about that one. Uh, looking at it, yeah. Uh, check to the head. Is that what it was? Yeah. Oh boy, this is a this is a just some random video. Uh, head down hit is yeah, it's that's it to the head with the yeah. shoulder. I can't remember if he got any supplemental or if it was just yeah. Yeah, uh, it's close though. Yeah, like it's it's shoulder and head at the same time. So I don't know. Yeah, I can see why they wouldn't do it. I can see why they would. Yeah, again, it's Play- also up in the air with players. Playoff hockey. Yeah, it's 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 crazy. Lucas, another donation. Lucas, very generous. Thank you. I did not know that Griffin Reinhardt is retired. Yeah, I didn't either. You. Isn't he like twenty eight years old? He's pretty young. That'd be my guess. He's twenty eight years old. Wow, what a good guess. Good guess. Um, he was playing and Jack, EIHL. Yeah, so. Okay. Fair. And Jack's asking about what Reinhardt. That's Sam Reinhardt. That's a that's a different Reinhardt. Yes. Sure. 
That is a very different Reinhardt, very yeah. different position and skills. So yeah, Griffin Reinhardt was a fourth overall pick 10 years ago, uh, and he wow. played 37 NHL games. Uh, yeah, that was Wait, also got... the Neil, Neil Yakupov draft. That's a weak. That's a weak top five. Yeah, Yakupov, Ryan Murray, uh, Galchenyuk for third, uh, third overall pick. Galchenyuk's not great. He's fine. Um, Morgan Riley is the best out of the top five. He was fifth yeah. to okay. Toronto. He's the most points out of them all. <laughs> as a defense. Can you just read the the, the the next five too? Lindholm, Dumba, uh, Vancouver Canucks legend Derek Pouliot. Yeah, uh, Jacob Truba and Slater Cuckoo. So technically, that bottom five is better than the top five, though. Barely like six through ten. <laughs> I think eleven makes up for it with uh, Philip Forsberg. Oh, but then it's Mikhail Grigorenko, <laughs> Foxa, Gergensons, Cody Cece. What the heck yeah. year was this? Twenty twelve. Vasilevsky went nineteenth. Would have been better than oh. Reinhardt for a pick. Wow. Yeah, that's a tough draft. Brendan Gauntz, 26th overall. But Puglia, we didn't draft him, right? He was drafted by a different team. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. So Brendan Gauntz, wow, that was one year before Bo. Okay, okay. Yeah, not great. No, they did draft Ben Hutton that year, though. (laughs) Okay, well, I I like Ben. Okay, so we're sitting here, and I know we're just kind of going all over the place, which is fine. That's what we do when there's not a lot of... We knew this was going to happen. We basically got all the way to June 5th before we realized that we didn't have any kind of stuff to talk about. Yeah. So our predictions, which we were um, pretty close, but um, I already know that I can't get Tampa in five. It's physically impossible. Did I have them you, in six? Yeah, you had Tampa in six. Yeah. See, I was remember remember last last episode where I picked Edmonton for the upset because I had to pick one upset, and then I said maybe I should have gone New York over Tampa. Yeah. I really, that would have been a smarter pick, even though I still think Tampa wins this series. Right. Um, but I, I do think uh, Edmonton's not going to win this series. So I think I'm done. I think, I think is, uh, I think it's over. I had to make a move and I should have waited till the final, um, but that's okay. The, and the Edmonton, <laughs> you were so bold Parker, because it wasn't Edmonton in seven. It was Edmonton in six. Like that was, you've yeah. got to man. Well, I figured if it was going to seven, there was no shot Edmonton was winning. <laughs> <laughs> but your Tampa and six could still work out. So you gain a point there. We'll see. We'll see. We'll see. We'll, we'll see. see. We will see. Have you been watching? Did you watch tonight's game? Uh, I watched the last five minutes. So I got, I was, I, w- I was about two thirty, and I was like, I, and I'd watched a little bit of the first and I was looking and I was like, oh, I should see, you know, what the, what's up with the game. And so I go on NHL.com just to check on it. Yeah. And I look and it says it's 2-1 yeah. with like 49 seconds to go in the second period. Okay. And I'm thinking in my head, I'm like, I thought the game was supposed to start at 12. It's been two and a half hours. It should be almost over by now. But maybe there's some weird delay or something. I don't know. I'll, I'll check right. it later. And then I on Twitter, people are like, oh, man, they got to, you know, it's, it's tied at two with three minutes to go or whatever. I'm like, but the NHL website says it's. Still the second period, so I tuned in and watched the rest. Uh, but they had some issues today. Yeah, I saw your Twitter, your tweet. That was pretty funny. <laughs> yeah, I was very confused. Um, <laughs> but no, it was a good game. Uh, Palat with a with a nice little goal to to win. I mean, they down two nothing while yeah. being down two nothing in the series, and then coming back, clawing it out to with three straight to win it uh, is pretty sweet. And I'm glad. I, I'm 
I, I wouldn't hate it if the Rangers won this series because uh, yeah. I don't think we need Tampa to win again. Uh, but I uh, I would like it to go longer. Yeah. Um, just because yep. again, I like I like game five, six, seven, right? I like yes. the, the excitement that comes from those. Oh, Parker, it was such, I watched the whole thing this one actually. It was such a good game, and their power plays are so lethal. And these are two world class goalies, and it's natural to look at these teams and say, "How would the Canucks fare?" I think against these two teams, they get run out of the rink. I think against Colorado, they get run out of the rink. But I think I'd like to think that they could hang with Edmonton. But what does hang mean? Edmonton's getting killed by Colorado, so <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. It's uh, you know, again, I think I think the Rangers had a had a good thing going. I I just I, I think that Tampa Bay is going to ride this momentum and they're just gonna they're just gonna run away with this thing. Mm. I, I think uh, I <laughs> I you know how many shots the Lightning had tonight. Uh, I remember it was at, I looked up it was like 48 at one point. It was 52. <laughs> they outshot New York 52 to 30. They had 52 shots in a 60 minute hockey game. I think they had a yeah, yeah no that's that's crazy. They, it doesn't even they had they had, they only had a couple power plays. I think they didn't yeah. have anything crazy. Yeah, they they had, they had two for four in the power play. Yeah, but they had they had 52 shots on goal and the Rangers had 19 blocks to Tampa Bay's nine. So shot attempts must have been way higher. Think um, how many how many shots Shesterkin has faced this playoffs. Because <laughs> remember that yeah, one against he's Pittsburgh. he's doing okay. People are saying that thought was fifty one out of them. Just looking at what the NHL.com okay. says, it okay. says fifty two. So <laughs> yeah, 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 uh, yeah. yeah. So Shesterkin, I mean, lets in lets in three goals and is a nine forty two save percentage this game. Yeah, it's crazy. It's crazy. By the way, someone Jasper asked, if, imagine if Mott wins the cup. Do you? Do you have any sentimental attachment to Tyler Mott? Oh yeah, it would be great, yeah. but I don't want the Rangers to really win. I'd rather Colorado win. Um, right. Right. If you had to rank the four teams and how you in in who you would like to win, one through who four. I like. You okay, have Colorado so, one. Yeah, you know, my favorite teams. It goes Tampa, then Colorado. But who yeah. I want to win this season? It's actually Colorado, Tampa. New York and then and York okay, yeah. yeah. I think I'm in the same boat. Mm-hmm. I don't know. Do I have the Rangers above Tampa? And then, mm-hmm. as you're thinking about that, some people still mad at the Rangers for '94, which is 30 years ago, but when they beat us, <laughs> yeah. And I think it was 30 years ago. Yep, uh, it was before I was born. <laughs> yep. Uh, so <laughs> I know. I know. Uh, so it might be blasphemy, but I, uh, I definitely have the Rangers above Edmonton. I don't know. I just, I dynasties are cool, yeah. but I also, you know, I'd, I'd like to see, I'd like Colorado style to be emulated more. Right. You know, the, yes. Yeah. I mean, yeah. McCarr is just so sick and McKinnon's very good. And that, you know, it'd be, I just think Colorado Tampa would just be such a fun series. Um, yeah. that I think that's why I have the Rangers lower is because I just want to see those two teams play against each other. Yeah, Justin, I know Justin would agree with you. I'd agree with you. Yeah, there's a lot. Uh, Colorado Tampa would be a lot of fun for sure. Yeah, for sure. Would be neat. Who'd you? Oh, no. I, I would say who'd you pick, but we'll save that for our show on Monday, I guess. I might have to pick whoever you don't if I'm still alive. We'll see. <laughs> Edmonton and six is the best, man. 
I had to take a shot. Uh, no, I pre- I I admire that about my, you. My actual pick was Colorado in five. <laughs> you know what we can do tonight? We can we can actually decide on what our w- wager is. We haven't done that yet either. Fifty cents. Fine. <laughs> fine, fine, fine. Just because I'm well behind. <laughs> okay, we'll worry about that later. Yeah, we'll figure like something always. out. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We'll yeah, figure yeah. something out. What Anything do you think else of uh, in the world? Oh, well, there's this, <laughs> there's these talks about. Did you hear about that that guy who might go second overall saying on a podcast? Oh that yeah, he that he might. He was asked if he can play center, and one of the, the teams he was asked by was the Canuck. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 Wow. This this new management group is asking prospects questions. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> Crazy. Meanwhile, the Habs are asking. Did you see the question the Habs were asking some prospects? No. One of them was like, if there was, if you were in the bathroom, in a public bathroom, and there was a $10 bill under the toilet seat and a $50 bill in the toilet bowl, which would you take? <laughs> or something like that. What? They actually asked us? Yeah. What? What? This sounds like a grade four <laughs> spiritual retreat dilemma question, not a combine. Like- <laughs> yeah, here. The, so, the what? yeah. Just now, Callie Odelius said they asked him if he would pick up $10 off the toilet seat or $50 from in the toilet. He chose the 50. <laughs> uh, wow. So, obviously, they're they're looking more on how you answer as opposed to what you answer. That's, that's what everyone does in an interview. But still, it is kind of funny. That's so yeah. weird, man. Lego says take both and then wash them because we're in Canada. <laughs> These plastic <laughs> bills. Yeah. And you can just wash your hands after. Right? If it's... Uh, I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> it's just such a dumb question. Well, thank you, Gio, for the suggestion and for popping in on here as well. That That is really funny. <laughs> That's terrible. There's so That's many... A- you see all those, especially in the NFL, where they ask all these wacky questions. And yeah. I guess now we're getting that here where, you know... Yeah. People are there was one and you know they always ask like oh if what if you were an animal what would you be and apparently everyone answers lion and then one kid answered wolf and everyone's like oh my goodness he's so ahead of the game like, <laughs> I don't know is he you know you know what's funny partner, eagle, you know <laughs> I've because I'm in my current job now for 20 years I have not actually had a job interview in over 20 years I've worked in human resources where I've done I've been on this side of the table where I'm doing the interviewing. And even in my current job, I've, I've done some interviewing when they asked me to. Uh, that's kind of funny. I don't, I've never been through the stress of a, of a job interview uh, recently. So I wonder what it's yeah. like now. Yeah. I've been doing that a bit as well on, on, yeah. the, on the other side of the table uh, at my job. And it's, I'm wondering, should I, start, should I start stealing these questions <laughs> just to see where they end up? Um, that, that toilet one might lose us some candidates. but uh. I'd rather just put an Oreo in front of them, turn on a camera, Leave the room and say, and basically say, don't touch this. And say, oh no, that only works for three-year-old kids. Never mind. But that's what yeah. you know. That's the kind of interviewing I'm used to, or the, at least the play interviewing I'm used to. That is so funny. Okay, I'm gonna I'm gonna be on the lookout for more good questions then. Yeah, people are crazy. Wow, wow, wow. Okay, hey, who's that guy who said that? Is he good? I've never Callie heard. Callie Odelius. Geo will know is, about him. I have no clue. He is projected around thirty to forty. Okay. 25 to 40. Okay. 
Could be in the Canucks range if they move up into the second round because trade you got to have a pick, one pick in every round because that's the rules. Trade, trade to get them <laughs> because I of that did. one answer. <laughs> yeah, this guy's this guy's this guy was thinking. <laughs> he, took, he took the fifty. Oh man, who's? You know, I'm thinking now that we talked, we touched on Boudreaux for Jack Adams, touched on Bull Horvat getting one vote for Selkie. Who's the next Canucks player to actually get a major award winner? Is it Demka Vesna? Is it the next one? Yeah, yeah, and it could be forever. It could be another five, ten, twelve years. Who knows? Yeah, it could. It's gonna be. <laughs> uh, yeah, I have no. I don't think anyone's really on the cutting edge here, right? Uh, I don't think Quinn Hughes is winning a Norris anytime soon. Right. Uh, you know, it might be one of the off ice ones, truly, like a Masterton or a or or something. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Jack Adams, maybe if they. Yep overperform next year um uh, i don't know because like what are the other like vesna maybe but again i i I just don't like i think i think demko's like a top 10 goalie Mm -hmm. i I, he'd have to really have a crazy year to to be a vesna candidate right like he'd have to put up like a 925 which i I don't think is you know probably in his wheelhouse for a whole year yeah um what else is there the i mean the rocket's not going to happen, right? No. Unless Pedersen goes absolutely crazy. Yeah. Um, Hart and Hart Ross probably not. Not with all probably not. Yeah. Like yep. they'd have to be the best team in the league, basically, and that's a ways yep. out. Yeah. <laughs> and they have to get you know 110 points. So. Yeah. No, I think it's going to be one of those like leadership or sportsmanship or perseverance ones. Maybe. 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 Oh, by the way, a Lego comes through with this the scouting report. Uh, Cali, pretty all right. Mid-sized Swedish defenseman. If the Habs are interviewing, probably for a second or one of their late firsts. That makes sense. 25 to 40. Thank you. Thank that's you, right. Gio. Yeah, that's very, very good. Jax is PD for the Selkie. Well, Bergeron has to retire first yep. and Barkov. Once once Bergeron's gone, Barkov will win all of them, and then yep. we'll see. <laughs> Jaskarin, Hughes for the Norris, or Demko for Vesna are the likely. That's fair. I, I, I just, I mean, you look at Makar, and yep. I just don't see Hughes winning a Norris because <laughs> Makar yeah. is just Hughes, but on steroids. Yeah. Um, like it's, it's a crazy, he's so good. And you're looking to play on the right side too. Oh yeah. Oh, and he's going to, oh. and he's going to score 30 goals and he, you know, it's going to be, yeah. yeah. He's I like Justin's everyone should take the 60 bucks and donate to the Oilers for a new goalie or to pay towards the nurse contract. <laughs> yeah. They're, they're a true goalie graveyard. Um, I mean, who's the last good goalie that Edmonton's had? Bill Ranford? No, I don't know. <laughs> they had uh, like, I guess they had they had Talbot, didn't they? But he wasn't good when he played for yeah, them. they had Talbot. Um, like Cam Talbot when he played for Edmonton, he was good 917, 919, 908, 893. Uh, he was better for Calgary than he was for Edmonton, yeah, yeah, um, yeah. But yeah, I don't know. I don't think he's got a. They've been, they've been they've been the opposite of the Canucks at least for the last fifteen years. Well, look at all their offensive players they have. It's crazy. It's it sounds like they feel like they're yeah they're going to outscore their problems. I guess. Well, that's that is really how they're built. And, and I mean, yeah. you have to think like if they weren't if they had managed their money better, yeah. Especially they've they've gotten to this point with some pretty poor cap management. Right, mm-hmm, they've mm-hmm. got a bunch of guys making too much money. They got Koskinen making too much money. They have Koskinen and Smith as their goalies. 
Yeah. They, they have they're 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 paying Darnell Nurse a ton of money. He's fine, but he's not nine and a quarter fine. No. You know, if they were putting that money towards better players, like they'd have a real they might have a real shot here, you know, in this series. Uh they'd probably still get crushed by Colorado, but <laughs> it would at least be it would at least be more reasonable. Um, you know, they could have you know, I yeah, there it just feels like they, they get so close and then they had, you know, the Shirelli throwing things out there and now yeah. Holland throwing it's just kind of a mess. Yep. I think uh yeah, I'm I'm when you look at these four teams, I'm actually not just because they're losing three nothing to Colorado, I'm just surprised that they got through Calgary. We talked about this last week. I'm surprised they got through Calgary so easily. Yeah. That's pretty crazy. Yeah, it was a it was a shock. Uh I I thought Calgary was going to run away with that series. Mm-hmm. Uh, but I guess mm-hmm. Connor McDavid is pretty good. He's pretty, pretty good. Good. And He's dry good. Cycle, I guess. Yep. They got two good players. Yeah. Oh, look at that. Jack Maloney. By the way, I found my 2017 World Junior magazine, and for the top 30 my prospects, PD was 30. The Muro or Robertson and McCarr weren't on the list. That seems like you have a bad list. Because <laughs> Bakar was definitely a, a hyped up prospect, right? He went fourth. Yeah. Um yeah. so I think uh whoever wrote that list wasn't doing a great job. Yeah. But thank you, Jack, for looking that up. I appreciate that. Yeah. Huh. Hmm. All right. We got 20 minutes still, guys. Get more topics in. Give us stuff, give us questions, give us things to talk about. Any news that, that you think is interesting. And do you see all this Canada soccer stuff that happened today? Yeah. Yeah. I almost, I almost went. I almost yeah. bought tickets. I was thinking about it. And then I was like, ah, I might have plans Sunday evening. Yep. And then I didn't end up going. I didn't end up buying tickets. And now I'm glad I didn't because well, yeah. debacle. So I'd have sympathy for you, obviously, or any ticket buyer. But what about the people that traveled here from the yeah. island or from, oh, it's crazy. It's crazy. So they're hoping they still have another friendly lined up for next week, right? Uh, I think so, the ninth, but I don't think it's here. Oh, okay. I uh, they're supposed, to, yeah, it's uh, oh no, it is here against Curacao, which Who's I that? didn't know was a place. I thought it was yeah. a liquor. I think I ordered um, some last night. Not not the liquor <laughs> part. Okay. Oh yeah, actually, now we got some really good questions. Ever since you asked for them, there and we then go. we come back to the soccer. You ready to go? Yeah, let's do it. Okay, Markstrom versus Yossi. It's not sorry, Mark Markar versus Vosi. Yo, so you got to take Makar now. Where are you seeing uh, this? Jasper, ten thirty. Oh, Jasper up there. Okay. Yeah. Uh, Makar versus Yosi. If we're talking Norris this year, I'm taking Yosi. Right. If we are talking which player is better, it's Makar. Agreed. Agreed. Yeah. Sammy Baines, JT Miller for Devils second overall pick. Uh, I actually I was talking about this on my stream. I think that. Uh, the Canucks would take that every day because they're they don't think they're going to sign JT Miller. The Devils wouldn't do that unless they have permission to talk. Why would you bring JT Miller over for only one year if you don't have a, a guarantee that he's going to stay here? And I still don't think that's enough. Actually, I think I I don't. If I was the Devils, I wouldn't make that pick. I wouldn't make that trade. Actually, no, I don't. I don't think they would. Um, yeah. You know, I don't know. You know, we talked about who the second overall guys might be. I think last week or the week before. But yeah, I don't mm-hmm. know why they would. Uh, you know, like they're not on the cutting edge of of winning. Yep. Right. They're they're not really yeah. in the mix. So why would why would you go and be? 
you know, why would you go and be adding this piece to, to basically it's a, it's a piece to try to get a team over the hump. Right. right. Especially if you can get them salary retained for a year. Right. If you can get them for 3 million bucks for a season. Yeah. Um, that's, that's the idea. Right. And I don't think, I don't think the devils are the, the team looking for that. Correct. And would Miller want to resign there in the long term? Yeah. It's New Jersey. Yeah. Yeah. That's, that's what gross. I mean. I agree. <laughs> Marjorie, what are your thoughts on BX uh, signing a one-day contract so he can return? We actually, Marjorie, we just talked about this at the start of the show tonight. We, what's that? What, Go what, back what to the beginning. Uh, oh. <laughs> after the show, uh, we talked about it for a little bit. Uh, I think off the bat, like two minutes in. Yeah. But our our overall was cool. Yeah. Uh, yeah. That was basically our our thoughts on it. Yeah. Um. Do 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 do. Fangirl saying, how long does Besser have to sign? He has until Jew, a week after the draft, I think, to qualify. Is that it? I think so. And then, but they're hopefully working on something longer term before that. Either way, he'll get qualified. Uh, so yep. he's going to be here next year. Hopefully get done before the draft. draft. For sure. For sure. For sure. Start. Oh, yeah. You first. Uh, Jed, who is still a Canuck by the end of the season? Uh, so do we have to pick one or how many, I guess? So Bo, JT, Besser, or Garland, which of these four players are Vancouver Canucks at the end of next season? In order of likelihood still here, I'm going Bo, Besser, Garland, Miller. In order Correct. of likelihood that they're here. You agree? Yep. Yep. hundred yeah. percent. So going backwards, Miller. Yeah. Miller's the one that everyone's talking about. Garland, we've heard that. Uh, did you see that report that Sat said? that they were uh, asking for a first rounder for Garland and no takers around the league. That's scary. Yeah. The trade kind of surprising. Yeah. Um, yeah. Cause he's on a, he's cost controlled and he had a, he had a, I mean, yeah, he had a bit of a down year, yeah. uh, but he, he's, he's still, a, yeah. still a 50 point guy. Um, you know, you'd think mid to late, you know, mid first round pick you think should be pretty gettable. Um, yeah. So that's a little scary. Yeah, I agree. Maybe no one, yeah. Maybe no one wants to help out Rutherford and Alvin just yet. Maybe. Yeah. 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 Uh, uh Jester asked, start bench cut Makar Yossi Fox. Uh if it's right now, that order. Uh if it's building a team, uh Fox is on my bench yeah. and Yossi's cut. I agree. I agree with you. Yeah. Um do, 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 do uh edmund says if you if it wasn't the devils would a team in the top five trade for jt miller in the draft it has to be a team that really thinks they're they're in the mix next year and most teams that are in the top 10 aren't um so i i think i think jt miller is the perfect piece for a team that's trying to win that year yeah. um yeah. unless they're going to sign them long sign them long term but you know it's riskier yeah yeah i agree with you and it's interesting to see if this will happen at the draft or if the Canucks start the season. Because what happens? What happens if the Canucks are somehow in first or second place in the Pacific at trade deadline time? And then you could take your risk, and, and if you, even if you're not going to you try rental. and resign them, yeah, or or yeah, or he becomes a rental, and you you think that you can still make the playoffs without him and reap some assets. So it's not as simple as oh man, we got to package him up by the by the draft. But obviously, that's an option. But there's an option here to not do anything. Listen to offers and let him hopefully build up his. There's an there's a scenario here where he resigns. I think that's a that's the least likely. Yeah. But you never know. It is possible. It's a scary yeah. option, but it is possible for sure. Yes, I agree. I agree. 
Um, all right. What else do we got here? Anything else you're seeing that you want to? Actually, I like Justin's from 1040. Do you think if the Rangers lose out this year, they circle back to Miller? Canucks seeing Hito play could open up talks again. What was interesting about this one, Parker, is while we were watching the game, I was watching with my two boys, and Sean, my eldest, knows a bit more about hockey than, than Jacob. But he basically made the point is, is just this team even need Miller, right? If, if, if the Rangers keep continuing to, to play and he kind of basically asked the same thing that Justin just did is, do we know if the Rangers would still be interested win or lose in this, in this series kind of fascinating? Like where would JT Miller fit on that? Well, he would be, I guess he would upgrade there. Well, I don't know. I don't know Both their there. line. I don't even know how they line. Yeah. Up. Their second line yeah. is Vitrano, Zabinajad and um, who the heck was their second line? Right, Strom? I'm trying to find the yeah, uh... yeah, because they're, they're I think their second line is Zabanajad, Strom, and Vertrano because their top line is Panarin with Kreider and. Uh... So I'm looking on I'm looking on Daily Faceoff. Yeah, which has yeah. the line combos. They have it at least from not today's game, but from the previous one. Yeah, uh, they had Zabanajad with Kreider and Vertrano. Yeah, um, Strom with Panarin and Cop, and I mean maybe you is oh, Cop... okay. Cop is a rental, right? He's a UFA next year. Yeah. Yes. So maybe you even slot him in on the wing there. Mm-hmm. Um, and then their third line is Hita Lafreniere, Kako, and then yeah, their the fourth line is yeah. Goudreau, Mott, and Reeves. Yeah. So yeah, maybe you go second line with Strom and Panarin, and just he'll take the faceoffs and and play mm-hmm. the wing or the or center or do something like that. Yeah. Um, yeah. I think yeah. they, have, they definitely have they you definitely have room for them. <laughs> You'll yeah. make room if you have to. Yeah, it's a good point too about the the second part of Justin's question too about Hito because Hito's been awesome this playoffs. Yeah, I didn't I didn't know anything about him honestly. I didn't even know how to say his name. Well, that, <laughs> but that goes for fifty percent of the league for me. So <laughs> that is fair. Yeah, he's got a yeah. he's got nine points this playoff, seven goals, seventeen games. That's not bad. Yeah, good for him. Sammy also saying cool Strom is also a, a UFA. Okay, that's good to know. Yeah, see, all these people know all these contracts better than better than. Yeah, he's only sure. twenty-two. That's crazy. I thought he was older. Yeah, indeed, okay. indeed. He's crazy. Um, what else do we get? Oh, my thing just totally skipped. Uh... <laughs> Jack's funny. He says he was talking about that list that he was reading about Macar and stuff. He goes, mm-hmm. "Yeah, it's a hockey candle list. It had Patrick first, Lilligren second. Makar wasn't on the list. PD was 13th. Interesting. Weird. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Very weird. Um, Peter scroll. says at 1040, forget the assets. Which team do you guys predict Miller will get traded to? Okay. If we're not talking about the assets, which is kind of hard to separate. Uh, I agree with you, Parker, that he'll want to go to a contender. A contender will be more likely to, to try and get him. I don't know. Something screams to me like East Coast. United yeah. States to me, right? And I wonder if that's just because that's where he played before. Yeah, yeah. So that's kind of what we envision. New York, I mean, Boston, I'm thinking, Buffalo. Yeah. I'm thinking, Buffalo, what if Colorado yeah. loses in the finals? Right? Do they oh. go all in on right? Say fit Miller fifty percent retained for the one year. Yeah. Right. Uh, I would think about it if I were them. Right. That mm-hmm. would be a nice, a nice three C basically, um, yeah. or first line winger or whatever you want to do. Um, you know, I think again, I think any basically top six team is is your target, right? Yeah, that's that's what you should be. That's who you should be trying to sell Miller to. 
uh, yep. is whether or not that'll work or not. And, and what you got to try to do is try to get a bidding war going, uh, which can be a little tricky. True, true, true. Do you want to try and give the one minute version, a uh, close notes version of Canada soccer for Matt? Uh, yeah, basically they were supposed to play Iran and then there was a bunch of politics involved because I guess there was like an Iranian missile that shot down a Canadian plane like years ago. And so they said, so Canada soccer was like, okay, maybe we shouldn't play against Iran. Let's play against Panama. And then uh, they've apparently been work, trying to work out a new deal with the players and the players uh, have been trying for months and they didn't talk to them until about two days ago. And the players said, well, we're not playing then. And uh, Canada soccer didn't put out any statement until like the game was supposed to start. It was just a disaster. Um, but basically players are saying, Hey, if you're only going to pay us 10% of the revenue that we're bringing in from the world cup, uh, that's not good enough, which I think is kind of fair. Yeah. They want more. They want more for sure, yeah. but not a greedy it's more. They want, but, yeah. yeah. It's an unfortunate circumstance, but, um, yeah. we'll see where that goes. Sure. Thank you. Good explanation. Marjorie at 1041 thoughts on jet Wu. Yeah, we've talked about him before. I think he's still two or three years away. It would be great if you would. It would be great if he developed into a solid third pairing right shot D man. Someone you can pay yeah. cheap. Let get some more skilled guys in the top two side. But uh, as we joked about last week, he was playing forward for the Hamilton <laughs> Canucks in their playoff games. So right. got to get him back on track. Yeah, I, I think he's he's had a rough. Uh, transition to the AHL, right? We're talking about a guy who, when they drafted him, he had, you know, he was sort of an offensive-ish, def like tough defenseman, right? He had uh, 25 points in 44 games, then he got drafted. Mm -hmm. He went up to 66 points in 62 games. Mm. Um, got traded to Calgary in the WHL, went way down in points, had 20 fewer points the next year. And then the AHL, I mean, he only has 13 points in these 70 games he's played in the AHL, wow. Wow. Um, which isn't terrible for a defenseman, but yep. he was, you know, he, you need to excel in the AHL, right? If yep. you're going to be uh, moving up, he's, he's, he's in the plus column both years. Um, but again, from what I've heard, he hasn't been like excellent or anything. Yep. Uh, so hopefully he can take the next step, but keep in mind, he was an early second round pick. Those don't pan out all the time, right? Right. Um, you know, you look at some of the players picked around him that most of them haven't played in the NHL, right? Um, yes. You know, Romanov has for Montreal. Um, but, you know, most players, most players picking the second round don't uh, don't play a lot, right? If I'll just pick, I'll pick a random draft here. We'll go early second round. Um, you get names like Jace Howerluck, uh, Ivan <laughs> Barbashev, um, Marcus Pedersen, who's who's good, I guess, but you know, yeah, not crazy. Yeah. Um, yeah. and a bunch of guys who have played 30 games, 60 games, 20 games, zero, 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 170, zero, 10, zero, three, zero. Who's the 170? Uh Abe Kubel. Oh, yeah. Okay, okay. But yeah, like it they, you know, you're not you're not you're you're kind of you're 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 trying to get lucky, right? When you're picking yeah. that early, yeah. they're not all gonna hit. Yep. He was drafted. The same year as Quinn Hughes, so it was the vaunted Hughes-Woo combination that we thought yes. was cool. Left, right, D. Uh, Lucas, 1042, no Luongo cap recapture penalty. How could this affect free agency? Well, you, you got to remember a couple of things, Lucas and everyone. We still have two dead cap. We have Holtby for 1.9 and Jake for 10 for 500 grand. That's 2.4. So yeah, and Halak's bonus. So that's basically what, more or less, what we pay Luongo's cap recapture penalty. The 
the Canucks will have to get rid of a mid or big contract to be anywhere active in free agency. They simply do not have enough money right now to work around the margins. So it'll, yeah, we keep saying this, but it'll be a fascinating off season for sure. Yeah. Yeah. They are in pretty tough there. Yes, absolutely. Uh, Peter thoughts on uh, Shannon. No, Petey will be part of the Canucks. He's, he has uh, two more years on his contract. Then we're going to sign him to another big one. Peter thoughts on Quinn this past season, particularly on the defensive end. He was a minus 24 a lot, two seasons ago. And then he moved to a plus 10. He was, he was better in all facets. When you say Parker, he yeah. was so much better. He was, he had a bad year. Uh, yes. That previous year. Um, I mean, everyone, everyone did that. Uh, that 56 game season was a, was just a train wreck. Um, and then, yeah, he was, he just got way better. And that's what he said he worked on. He wanted to get better in his defensive game and he looked a lot more like he did in his rookie season. Uh, mm-hmm. yeah, he's way better, way, way yep. better. No, nope. only get better. Absolutely. Absolutely. Hopefully. Yeah. That's the Edmund says, is, is this the thing we overvalue most players? Yes. Every market overvalues their own players, especially the Vancouver Canucks. I remember before Vertanen's uh, discretions, we were talking about what we could get for him or what we could get for this guy or that guy. But that's what you do because you 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 get attached to players. You want to think that they're perceived well across the league. It helps you with what you get back, and it never works out that way. <laughs> Pretty much, yeah. That is fair. Yeah, for sure. What else we got? Um. Do, 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 do. let's see here karen says do you think this next season will be one of the most exciting this team has had in a while i feel like the vibe out of the gate has been is going to be super positive mm. in the arena it's gonna be on a knife's edge i think i think if they lose the first three games of the season you're gonna see a bit of stress i think if they start the season winning three games in a row i think people are gonna be buzzing and excited um because I mean it's really unpredictable, right? We we saw two different teams this year. Um, truly, right? We saw the team in the first 27 games of the year and then the team in the last 55 games of the year. Yeah. Um with a little hint of the first 20 something games uh near the end there uh, at yeah. at one point for a couple yeah. weeks. Um so it really depends what team comes out. If the yeah. team if the team that was basically 13th best in the league comes out and the team's winning, you know. You know, three out of every five games or or you know at least getting some extra points out of things like that then yeah i think it's going to be there's going to be some buzz uh, which i really mm-hmm. hope i just hope for some excitement for sure i agree with you and karen I, I think it's a great question because i actually think if you go back and watch the bubble highlights remember that was only two seasons ago those were some fun games against minnesota st louis and vegas and Especially that the minnesota team ones yeah, I that those. team I would say was quite exciting because you had PD playing very well. Hughes, Miller, Toffoli was helping out on offense. Bo, um, and then uh, Demko and Markstrom. Uh, goaltender is hard to be exciting, but I thought Demko was pretty exciting against Vegas. So overall, yeah, I, I hear what you're saying, Karen. I definitely think from a general standpoint, starting the season, there should be some optimism for sure. But I do think that the bubble team, just watching the highlights once in a while, that was a pretty exciting time. And you just didn't feel it because there was no no one in the yeah. stands to cheer them. But I, I was pretty excited watching from home. I remember that for sure. <laughs> mm-hmm. uh, we'll see. Edmund says the abs are, sim- abs are similar to Canucks where they had a couple of down years and eventually became consistent. Here's the issue. Uh, there's a lot of teams that have these down years. Mm. And there's not a lot of teams that come out of them looking like the avalanche do right because if you look at the standings right now 
uh, and I'll I'll pull up I'll pull up the standings from from this season here. Um, the other teams sort of in the mix with the Canucks are teams like uh, Winnipeg, hmm. right? I mean, Winnipeg was has sort of always been around this level, right? They had a couple of great years, a couple of bad ones, but they've sort of just been stuck here, right? Yep. Yep. New York Islanders, similar boat. They had one or two great years under trots and they sort of fell off. They had a bunch of road games this year, but teams like Columbus, right? San Jose, um, uh, Nashville, you know, there, yeah. it, it, there's a lot of teams that hover on the middle, right? Minnesota is a good example as well. They, they did really good this year, but they've had, they've been, they've been absolutely mediocre for 18 years, right? Mm. Their entire existence basically. So, you know, it's a scary blueprint, but you know, maybe <laughs> I guess. Yeah. The, and the, the abs, how many years ago, Parker, they were horrible. They had, it was like a 40 Five or 50 point season. It was it so bad. Ago. Yeah. I was in, uh, I was in, I was in BCIT yeah. still. And while you looked that up, I remember this because, um, it was my season ticket holder perk was to go to a press conference so I got to see Willie D. Oh, yeah. It was a Willie D year, right? Was it twenty? It was twenty sixteen seventeen yeah. that they had forty eight points. Okay, so that was yeah, that was a Willie D year for sure. Then, so what happened was I saw uh, Bednar being interviewed in the in the uh, hallway, and I was I I didn't know a thing about this guy. I just knew Colorado sucked. I was like, "There's no way, there's no way this guy lasts past this season." And and look at them now; it's pretty cool. Yeah, that was his first season coaching the team, right? Yeah. Uh, I think that – what's the year that Sackett came in? Uh, Ooh, good. that's a really good question. I'll, uh, I can find this really fast here. Uh, post-playing career. Uh, the uh, 2013 – end of 2013. So 2013-14 oh, was basically okay. when, they, when he took over. Yeah, he hired Bednar in 2016. Yep. Uh, and yeah, he's gone from 48 points. They had 95 the next year. They doubled up. All right. And then 90, <laughs> 92, and then 80, you know, 92 points in the shortened season, the 70 game season, 82 points in the, in the 56 game season. So a 732 points percentage. And this last year they won 56 games. So a 726 point percentage. Yeah. They just, they took off. Wow. Wow. Which is rare. It's not the norm. No, not at all. Okay. Okay. Might be a while till we get to that their level for sure. Mm-hmm. Marcus at ten fifty seven says, "Do you like? Do you think the Canucks sign a Philip Forsberg?" Or you know, I've talked about this one before, Marcus. Uh, um, I think we talked about it last week a little bit. Yeah, Forsberg's. I take him in every single fantasy league that I'm in. I like him a lot. How old is he going to turn? Thirty nine, thirty. Well, that's it. I think so. He is. Uh, he's he's ninety four. Yeah, he's ninety four birthday. He turns twenty eight this season. Before this season, oh, I, six million though this year. Yeah, but you uh you, you trade Miller, use yeah. the and then you get all the assets, and then you yeah. use the money you would have spent on Miller on Forsberg, and then you're win-win. Two years younger than Forsberg. Unless yeah. Forsberg falls off and becomes a liability, which is possible. Right. But I mean he's been a point of game basically. Eh, he's been under a point of game for most of his career, but this year he had a really good year. 84, right? 84 and 62 yeah. or something. Yeah. Yeah, I like him. I I take him. Uh, the UFAs, yeah. I don't know. Uh I, I keep saying that. The Canucks need to beef up their D. I see guys like Klingberg and Manson around the late 20s age. I don't know. Yeah, four is really expensive, though. Remember, we scored 42 goals this year, 84 points. 
in 70 yeah. games. That is, uh, that will be a premium asset. Yes, I agree. I agree. What, eight, nine million? Maybe. Yeah, I don't know. We should still get Phil, him. <laughs> Philip Forsberg contract projection. What are people what are the people saying? Um eight, eight and a half. Wow. Yeah. Okay. He's asking price. Could be over eight and a half million on a seven or eight year extension. Uh the the predators do have room. They have twenty six million in projected cap space. Oh, wow. uh, but they already are spending eight million on Johansson and Duchesne each. So I don't know. Okay, that's good. Time. I don't know. Let's get Bridget Girl Shannon right after that. So I have a question: As when a team is over the cap and need to make changes so they can get players they want, how do they know who to let go or trade? Shannon, a great question. Uh, the easiest answer is: is there's many factors. In essence, they're you're looking at the the contract at the player, his age, his ability, and you're saying to yourself. Does it make sense that we're paying this guy this much? And when this contract ends, how much are we going to pay him on the next one? So it's not simple who makes the most, who's the best look, no, who who plays with who. They actually look at these decisions in a in a in a very very you know, comprehensive way to say, okay, if we're going to trade for this guy, um, what other guys do we want him playing with? So it, it's it's chemistry, it's contract, it's it's future productivity. Um, it's a it's a bunch of things. It's not as simple yeah. as saying. Uh, lopping off this guy because he had a bad year kind of thing it's all about value right yes yes that's that's what i always what i always try to say is you know in a salary cap league where everyone has the same money to spend whoever spends their money the best has the best yes. team, right um, yes great that's, point that's, that's really how it works uh, and that's what the Sedins said when they got hired last year they said you have to outplay your contract yeah, exactly yeah. yeah, everyone's got it. And that's, you know, that's sort of what the, the Gills regime tried to do, right? They had the basically said, hey, we've got that this position makes this uh, this number, right? Our second uh, second line left wing should be making three point seven million. This is what we think you are. This is what we want to pay you. And that's just how they had everything structured. Um, obviously, it's not a perfect system, but, you know, if it works, it's a it can be very successful. Ideally, great point. Very good. All right. It's eleven. We somehow worked our way through this. Um, I think we did an excellent job, uh, folks. Thank you guys very much for joining. Uh, next Monday, we're back on Monday. Next Monday, or are you sounds right? No, I'm good. You're gone the Monday thirteenth. I'm still here. Then the two Mondays after that, I'm not. So we, we can figure something out. We'll figure I did figure out with the time Monday. change. Yeah, I did some research, Parker. On the twentieth and twenty seventh, we will talk about this before next Monday, so we can announce. Um, it's not a bad wake up call for me in sweden if we if we went live but we'll talk about that later all right and i'll get i'll get your swedish accent um yeah uh, on on film here we'll, yeah, we'll get that on this. i'll be ready awesome all right clay any parting words for this evening well thanks to everyone here and you parker for accommodating uh my bit of a weird schedule for the start of this week shannon happy birthday lucas thank you for the donations and for all of us just continue to enjoy this hockey. It is some pretty good hockey. This Rangers lightning game today was amazing. No matter who you're going for in Colorado, um, Edmonton, it's still actually been pretty intense games. And uh, yeah, let, let's hope there aren't major injuries. So whoever winds up in the finals starting next week, that we're going to see two relatively as healthy as you can be teams going for uh, the Stanley cup. So overall, uh, yeah, enjoy enjoy and and look at these as prototypes for what the Canucks need to get to and and we don't make ourselves sad by doing it we just be realistic and say 
look at the quality of these teams. That's that's how I'm yep. kind of watching these games right now. And enjoy the continued rain, most likely, uh, for the next week. Uh, <laughs> June, everybody. Um, thank you guys very much for hanging out. If you missed any part of the show, you can rewind back to the beginning. Uh, you can catch up on your favorite podcast platform after this as well. Uh, make sure you're subscribed, hit like, do all that good stuff. Get those likes up before you guys leave. That would be very mm-hmm. nice. Um, you know, there's there's only 24. Hit the button. Do it. Uh, and uh, yeah, I think that's all we've got. We'll be back next Monday, the 13th of June at our normal time, 10 p.m. We'll figure out the rest after. Uh, <laughs> hopefully we have some more stuff to talk about. Should be basically gearing up for the Stanley Cup finals by then. Yep. which will be exciting and fun. So everyone, hope you have a good night and we will talk to you next time.